This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the most must-see and must-listen-to soccer podcast in the history of mankind. Welcome to Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, you all know who I am. No need for an intro. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have to make this quick. Because based on what we saw in round two between Real Madrid and Liverpool, honestly, there really be there really is probably nothing much to talk about, other than the fact that Liverpool got absolutely destroyed, absolutely destroyed, six to two on aggregate. Not to mention that Liverpool at one point was up two nil on aggregate, and then in the first leg, which which took place, and then after that, Real Madrid responds. With five goals total. So we saw what happened in the first leg at Anfield at Liverpool. And after Liverpool took a commanding 2-0 lead within the first 15 minutes of the first leg. Honestly, as I said before, it seemed that Liverpool could have definitely pulled off an upset. To finally put something in their favor as regards to being against Real Madrid. Because ever since the 1981 final. And ever since a couple years ago when Liverpool eliminated Real Madrid from the tournament. Overall... Real Madrid has the major bragging rights. Because let's not forget, lately, Real Madrid has won the Champions League twice at the expense of Liverpool in the final. In 2018 and, of course, last summer. So honestly, make no mistake about it. There is a lot of history between those clubs. But as of late, the way the chapters have been written, it's honestly in the biggest favor for Real Madrid. And Real Madrid is determined to continue to do so. Because let me tell you this. We have not seen the last of those two in the Champions League. Because one way or the other, as destiny has it, they will be meeting again. Whether it's in the final, whether it's in the quarterfinals, semifinals, round of 16, or even the group stage. Real Madrid and Liverpool are destined to meet again. And by God, they will. I guarantee you that. Don't be surprised if next year in the Champions League and next season, if they are placed in the same group. Now how would that be? But we will cross that bridge when we get to it. Well, the second leg, um, well, it kind of gave me the vibes from from the final last summer. Not to mention all the shots on target that both clubs had combined. A total of 13. Eight for Real Madrid and five for Liverpool. Not to mention that Real Madrid missed at least three big scoring chances. And Liverpool missed a few of their own. The heartbreaking part for me is that my boy, Eduardo Camavinga, came this close to actually scoring a goal. But on the bright side, he did actually help set up the goal that was scored in this one by none other than Kareem Benzema. And I did notice that as Kareem Benzema was celebrating, he seemed to have aggravated another foot injury. Well, that's just great. That's just great. So Real Madrid eliminates Liverpool. Kareem Benzema adds another goal, but at what cost? I saw him limping in, in in that celebration. I saw it. You saw it. So now who, who knows how much longer he's going to be out. And Real Madrid has another date with Barcelona. Okay. In the Copa del Rey semifinal leg two. 
and Barcelona is already up one nothing on aggregate. So now they got to go in that game without Karim Benzema. That's just great because that's not good. So it was definitely good again to see Kamavinga help set up that goal. You know, a few times. You know, Kamavinga, honestly, I was, the way he played in this one, I mean, he'll set up a, a couple of times. I mean, Kamavinga was kind of having the vibes he had, you know, a year ago in the knockout stage of the Champions League. You know, and, and, and honestly, you know, maybe because this is the knockout stage again, you know, maybe he's starting to, become, he's starting to pick up where he left off last season in the Champions League. I mean, who knows? But, you know, Real Madrid was basically on top of it, you know, from the beginning, you know, not wasting any time in threatening. But at the same time, Liverpool did not waste any time too. I mean, Liverpool had to somehow erase a three-goal deficit. And that didn't happen. Now, Becker did make a, a couple of uh, big saves, and, you know, as did um, Thibaut Courtois. Again, a little reminiscent of the final last year. But with eight shots on target for Real Madrid and only converting once, I mean, that's definitely not good. But at the same time, Liverpool had five shots on target and couldn't concede any of them. So something different could have come out if those goals had, if those balls had found themselves in the, into the back of the net. Something definitely different would have happened. The game probably would still be going on right now, for all I know. But it's not. A six to two overall aggregate at the end of the excuse me six to three I should say. As I'm pretty sure I said in the beginning it was six to two, but it was actually six to. Th excuse me, no, it actually it is six to two. Never mind. I'm actually, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm having too many brain farts today. I'm having, seriously, I mean, it, it, it's been a long day, y'all, so. Uh, but yeah, it was actually 6-2 to two at the end, but, because, um, you know, again, I, I, have to, I have to remind myself, it was Madrid who scored the goal, not Liverpool. So I'm just going to lose in my mind a little bit, so you'll have to forgive me. <laughs> anyway, so as I, as I was watching the game, you know, really... As I'm looking at it, and I'm doing some other work at the same time, unfortunately in life, a lot of times you got to do more than simply multitasking. So for me, it was more like quadruple tasking, if that makes any sense. But, you know, but seeing the, the starting lineup, you know, when I saw Kamavinga get the starting, Kamavinga playing the entire game, you know, Kamavinga really is really, you know, furthermore, you know, just basically trying to set up his spot, you know, as a future star for Real Madrid. And, you know, and he's getting there. And again, you know, he, he almost had a goal that was scored and he set up a, a goal that was scored at the end. So, in the 78th minute by Benzema. So, so seeing Kamavinga have, an, have another bit, bit of influence in the game, honestly, and making an impact, it, it makes me proud. And, you know, lately we heard a, a story about Eden Azar and Carlo Ancelotti saying that while they do have respect to each other, they are not on speaking terms. And that's rather unfortunate because, again, Carlo Ancelotti... You know, my in my honest opinion, the goat of Italian soccer and one of the most successful soccer managers in the history of soccer. You know, for him and Eden Azal to not have a to not be on speaking terms, it, it, it's rather difficult. But unfortunately, in in Eden Azal's case, I mean, he's very likely now basically officially the worst signing in Real Madrid history. I mean, all that money that Real Madrid spent on him, and he's been hurt, inconsistent, underperforming. I mean, the whole the whole Eden Azal experiment is honestly a failure. Now, should we call it a, an abject failure? I mean, in some cases, yeah. Although Eden Azal did win the Champions League for the first time, although he was on the bench, although he, I believe he did briefly play in the final a year ago. You'll have to refresh my memory. Let me know in the comments for those of you watching on YouTube if he actually played in the if he if, if he got a little bit of playing time. I know he, I know he wasn't on the starting lineup in the final against Liverpool in Paris last summer, but. 
But the whole Eden Azal experiment, you know, honestly, I would honestly say it was a failure. But titles have, have been won. But then, then people say, but Eden Azal had no influence and made no impact and basically had nothing to do with any of those wins. I mean, basically, anything that Eden Azal won with Real Madrid, I mean, it was on the bench. So, it's unfortunate that it came down to this, but, but honestly, at the end of the day, it's tough for me because, you know, when he, when he arrived at the Bernabeu, I was excited and I had heavy expectations for him. So for him to fail and for the experiment to go so bad and for all that money wasted, it's, it, it, it's bad for me because, you know, again, I wrote, I wrote this in articles. I talked about it on this show. You know, so I had so many expectations I like that, and, and no, nothing materialized out of it. So, so for me, it kind of questions myself, like, am I entitled to make predictions and make expectations moving forward? But it's really unfortunate that, that it had to be this way. You know, really is. So as far as Eden Hazard's future, I mean, it's not just re re the future with Real Madrid, but Eden Hazard's future in soccer overall. I mean, if he leaves the Bernabeu, where does he go moving forward and... That's really a good question, so... I mean, who knows? But once he leaves Real Madrid, I mean, Real Madrid, basically, it's not going to be a loss for them. I mean, Real Madrid always, you know, has the depth to certainly, you know, f find the next guy. I mean, right now, you know, with Vinny Jr., basically, that guy, I mean, and I know Kareem Benzema might be really beginning to get that point where now you really ask yourself how much he has left. I mean, not long ago, I, I would have said that for him, age is just a number, but Kareem Benzema has had serious issues staying healthy, so now I'm starting to wonder, maybe he, not might, he might not have much time after all. So, so Real Madrid's basically going to have to go back to the drawing board and kind of set up their new striker system. I mean, if, if with Benzema and Inazal, you know, moving away in, a, in the near future. So, I mean, maybe maybe the killing Mbappe talks, you know, all of a sudden come back. But uh, let's really not go there at this point. So, so Real Madrid eliminates Liverpool. Real Madrid moves on to the quarterfinals. And as we know, um, Antype Frankfurt was also eliminated today after a big loss to Napoli and a lot of drama surrounding that. So Napoli has moved on. Bayern Munich is in the final eight. Manchester City, Chelsea, so Inter Milan, AC Milan. So, and the draw for the quarterfinals will actually take, take place on Friday. Personally, I'm hoping to see Real Madrid take on Bayern Munich. I would love to see Chelsea and Manchester City in the quarterfinals. Honestly, I would love to see AC Milan and Inter Milan in the quarterfinals. So to see a couple of derbies and some Premier League action in the Champions League and see some heavyweights like Bayern Munich and Real Madrid go at it, it would certainly be quite entertain entertaining. But uh, again, we'll find out this Sunday. But as for now, since there was really not much to say about this win for Real Madrid because the game was... Honestly, I'll be honest, the game was rather boring. There were some actions but too many goal-scoring chances missed. But Real Madrid is basically kind of just holding on to their aggregate lead. So, basically looking at this game, I mean, for the most part, I was actually bored to tears. But uh, I was glad to see that my boy Eddie Camavinga had, had some influence in this one. And quite frankly, all I can say is I hope he keeps it up. And Real Madrid is going to have to keep it up because Real Madrid wants to win the title for the 15th time. But as we saw from what we saw from Manchester City, Erling Haaland's five goals... Right now, it could be said that Manchester City is the overwhelming favorite, but Real Madrid really wants to beg to differ. And Real Madrid wants to win it again for the 15th time. And they may be determined to do it, but it's not going to be easy. It wasn't easy a year ago. It's certainly not going to be easy today. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. And for those of you on YouTube, 
please be so kind to like, comment, and subscribe. And also, please subscribe to the show on all the streaming platforms. Your support is greatly appreciated. And to leave, please do me a favor. Leave for those of you watching on YouTube. Leave some comments in the comment section. Give your thoughts about on the game between Real Madrid and Liverpool. Give your thoughts on the Champions League quarterfinals. Anything you have to say regarding the Champions League, please go ahead and do so. As always, I'm curious to know what you have to say. Thank you all very, very much, and God bless. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.